Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you today. In today's episode, what gets in the way of empathy? Why, in spite of our best intentions, do we sometimes miss the mark and miss critical information in an interaction? This is Empathy Week, where we explore the skill of empathy and we think about how can we develop it so it becomes one of our superpowers. Let's walk. out and walking and enjoying this glorious day. If you are new to the last 8% morning, this is a morning routine where we integrate three things, movement, mindfulness, and mental training exercises. We follow a BIG structure where we make our bed. That's one of the Bs. Then we pay attention mindfully to our belly and body. That's what we're doing right now. Feel yourself walking, feet on the ground, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Those are the B's. Then we do one of I, one of the I's and one of the G's. So today we're going to do idea of the day, not identity. And we're going to do goals, not gratitude. So just feeling your body walking, feeling your feet on the ground, feeling your belly rise and fall. And we go back and forth between being mindful of belly rising and falling and moving to our body and feeling our feet and ankles and you can intersperse between both now moving up into the lower legs the calves or the back of the lower legs just paying attention to whatever sensations are present moving up now to the front of the lower leg the shin area again just paying attention to whatever sensations you feel. And mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. So we're not trying to change anything. Sometimes people have a misunderstanding of mindfulness, that it's there to make us feel calm. It's not. It's there to relax us. It's not. What we're trying to do is pay attention so we can understand more deeply, so we can have a wiser relationship with the challenging moments, the last 8% moments we face, or any moment, so that we're more present. 
because this is Empathy Week, so that we can be more empathetic to those around us. So again, just feeling your body as you're walking. Feeling your hands and wrists now. Feeling your belly rise and fall. Looking around, standing tall. Feeling grateful to be alive. And now moving to mindfulness of listening and reflecting. Are you familiar with the Good Samaritan story? This is a biblical story where there's an injured person on the side of the road and people are walking by and nobody's stopping. The priest walks by, he doesn't stop. The rabbi walks by, he doesn't stop. Finally, a Samaritan walks by and stops and helps the person in distress, hence known as the Good Samaritan. The Samaritan in that time and place was a lower caste member, but they stopped. And so, you know, this is a well-known story. And researchers at Princeton were interested to try to understand what is it that, that drives people to stop and engage in helping behaviors, to be empathetic. And so they created, conducted a study, very famous study in the psychological sciences at Princeton, at the university, where they went to the theological uh, program and they got seminary students to, on the morning of the day, prepare to give a lecture on the Good Samaritan, the story I just told. And so they're preparing in the morning, and then they would walk across campus to give the lecture a couple of hours later. And as they walked across campus, they met a person in distress between one of the buildings. And so they had to literally walk almost over top, but around this person. So they were faced with a decision, do I help or do I not help? And so researchers, you know, conducted this study and they couldn't figure out why did some people stop and some people not stop. And they looked at how religious each person was, each student was, their intentions, how much they prayed, personality factors, IQ factors. They looked at everything. They could not find the reason why some people stopped and some people did not stop and, in fact, helped until they came upon this part of the study. On, in this part of the study, they had 50% of the group finish their preparation, and then they were told, as they left, hey, you know, good preparation, this is where you're going, you know, here's the directions, we'll see you there. The other half of the group, 50%, were told the exact same instructions with one difference. They were told, look, we went a little over time, you're going to need to hurry. That was the only difference in the instruction. And what was interesting is that for the people who were not under time pressure, 63% stopped to help the person in distress. Of the people who were under time pressure, only 10% stopped to help the person in distress. That was the big difference. 
And I have to ask, how much do we miss today? Because not because we don't care, but because we are so overwhelmed with so much to do and so little time. Do you know that we meet people every day who are quietly suffering? We don't know it. They don't tell us, but they are struggling with some part of the circumstances of their life. Maybe they are worried about family members during this pandemic. Maybe their child is really challenged with mental illness and it is overwhelming them. Maybe they have lost their job, but they don't want to tell us. Did you know that it takes longer to adapt to the pain of unemployment than from losing a loved one? It's true. Think about it at work. How many times do we miss a client's needs because we are overly stressed about our presentation or our pitch and we miss critical information about how we can help them? We're so caught up in our own emotions and so self-referential that we miss what is right in front of us. And it's the same with our employees' needs if we are a manager. And I think this is especially true during COVID-19. And as we start to make decisions about moving back to the office, we will be faced with even more people who are struggling and who might have a difference of opinion to us or different preferences or different anxieties. And the question is, is how tuned in are we to these differences and to the challenges that the people who we are interacting with are facing? And now I want you to think about an exceptional manager you've had in your career. Somebody who's really had a big impact on you. Think about some of those qualities that really characterize them. I'm willing to bet, both because we've studied this with over 100,000 people doing this exact little uh, kind of exercise in our training programs, that one of the most important qualities that you identified was empathy, that your manager cared. This is why empathy matters so much. We give more when our manager, when we feel our manager cares about us. And so if you're a manager, you want to ask the question, how are you showing up? What impact are you having? And you don't need to be a manager. Think about it in our families, in our communities. How are we showing up? Do people feel our care? Are we slowing down long enough? Are we paying attention long enough to show and to, to really care? So what gets in the way of empathy? That's really the point of today's episode. Well, number one, empathy requires attention. When we feel stressed, when we're pressured, when we're drained, and we don't have tools to manage our emotions, we stop empathizing with others. That's the Good Samaritan story in a nutshell. So we need to grow our skills of managing emotions. Empathy training does not work unless we first manage ourselves. That's number one. Number two, when we are unable to let go of past hurts with this person, when we're still holding on to something that's upset us from the past, and I think of a story um, when I was in India about catching a monkey. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but I've been to India a number of times. It's one of my favorite countries to travel in. 
and there's here's how you catch a, a monkey in southern India. You get a coconut and you hollow it out and you chain the coconut to a tree and you place a really small green banana inside the coconut. And the monkey comes along, smells the banana and sees a hole and puts its hand, outstretched hand, into the coconut and grabs the banana. Now, the way they create the hole in the coconut, it's big enough, large enough for the hand to go in when it's outstretched. But as soon as there's a fist, the monkey cannot free itself. So the monkey has to make a decision. Gosh, I really want that banana. But if I don't let go, I'm going to stay stuck here. And the monkey stays stuck there for hours and days, unable to let go of the banana. What are you not letting go of that is keeping you stuck in some of your relationships? Who is it hurting? I'm sure it's hurting you. It might be hurting the relationship. It might be hurting the other person. But either way, we need to examine, again, this is all about emotions again. Can we let go? Are we stuck? This is why we need to have last 8% conversations. This is one of the big reasons we have this podcast and we do this work is because in those difficult moments, if we're stuck with the residue of a past moment, a past hurt, when we had an, an issue with an individual and we're not letting go of it, if we're not having last 8% conversations to deal with it, then we're not going to be able to live as free and enjoy our moments, let alone be effective and productive as we would like to be. Another reason of, you know, why we have challenges with being empathetic is when our organization has a culture of low empathy. I've seen this so many times, I cannot begin to tell you. People withhold ideas for fear that they will be judged if, they, if the ideas are deemed not very smart. People become so focused on how they appear versus how they perform or what progress they are making. So ask yourself right now, in your organization, do people feel comfortable offering a potentially horrible idea? Because if people do not feel comfortable with offering a potentially horrible idea, then innovation goes down, creativity goes down. You need to start somewhere. And it's only when people feel psychologically safe, which is one of the real consequences of a high empathy culture, that you will get people offering kind of crazy ideas, but that people don't judge. Instead, they build on, they scaffold it up. And it's wonderful to see that. So how do we develop em empathy? Well, next episode, we're going to explore that. But I think the biggest point I want you to walk away with today is that without managing ourself first, without managing our emotions first, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to have the levels of empathy that can make all the difference in our organizations, in our communities, in our families. So, feeling our body, standing tall, feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our belly rise and fall. It's really great to be with you today. I hope you're enjoying your walk. I hope you're enjoying this episode. 
Now let's focus to, let's move to goals. What do you want to get done today? Think of three things that you want to get done today. Three goals. Could be anything, a project, small list of tasks, a presentation you're working on, whatever it is. Just really kind of take a moment and think, okay, what do I want to sink my teeth into today? By the way, maybe it's how you show up today. Wonderful. Now, as we're finishing today's episode, I want to quote Amos Oz, famous novelist. And this quote, he describes how to combat hatred, but to me, it's the same as building a culture of empathy. He said, bring a bucket of water and throw it on the fire. And if you don't have a bucket, bring a glass. And if you don't have a glass, use a teaspoon. Everyone has a teaspoon. And yes, I know a teaspoon is little and the fire is huge, but there are millions of us and each one of us has a teaspoon. It's a great quote. So as we're finishing the podcast, if you're enjoying the podcast, please share it. Please review it. Please join us in the Facebook group every Tuesday at 1230 my business partner and I, Bill Benjamin, go live where we answer questions and we talk about different ideas for 20 to 25 minutes. So join us there. But more than anything, let's bring this energy into the day. Let's, let's see how we can show up and really serve people. Get out of our own heads. Be a little less self-referential, a little bit more serving. Have a wonderful day. <music>